You're listening to another great podcast in the Stoplight Network. And welcome to episode 25 of Three Geeky Ladies. I'm Elisa Paselli. With me today is Suze Gilbert. Hi, everyone. Unfortunately, Vicki Stokes is unable to join us today. She's feeling a bit under the weather. So we're just going to let her sit out and rest today. So, Vicki, feel better. We'll see you next time. Yeah, miss you, Vicki. Yeah. Um, but, you know, there's something going around. So, unfortunately, she might have picked it up. So before we get started, I want to do a little housekeeping first, which ironically is similar to our topic today. (laughs) Um, We want to thank people who have left reviews on iTunes. We really appreciate it. And, you know, please, if you like the show, give us a star rating. Doesn't have to be a written review, just a star rating. My understanding is the podcasts that have the star ratings, the higher star ratings, are easier, are, it's easier for people to find them. I'm not sure how true that is, but the more ratings, the easier it is for people to find podcasts that they're looking for. That's what I've heard from other podcasters. So we would appreciate it if you'd leave us a rating. We would also appreciate it if you give us some feedback. Let us know, um, you know, what topics you'd like us to talk about, comments about what we have talked about, apps that we've talked about. You know, what apps do you use? You know, Suze is a prolific Photographer, experienced in DSLR cameras, iPhoneography. If you have a question about which one, you know, of camera you'd like to buy, terminology, post-processing apps, ask Suzanne. I'm sure she'd be happy to happy to I answer. Absolutely. Any any question, I'll be more than happy to answer, either on the podcast or, um, you know, if they send it through our three geeky ladies. Uh, email i'll definitely send them an email response as well yeah so we, we'd love to have some interaction with our our listeners and finally how do you get hold of us three geeky ladies.com with the number three spelled out there's a contact us form you can fill out and we'll get back to you on twitter it's at sensei die at suze gilbert or at ve stokes if you want to get in touch with vicky and if you want to email us just add a gmail.com to each of those uh names and you can get hold of us there plus we have a facebook page we're coming so, on up in the world yeah you. so you can you can get hold of us in many different ways and finally the last thing i want to mention is there's a new app by donnie yankelo who is a writer for mymac.com and he also designed the three geeky ladies logo it's called Junior Typer for iPad. It's 99 cents. This is one he developed uh, because he found a need for his own son. So the link for that is in the show notes. So check that out. So today we are talking about do-it-yourself. Last time we talked about gardening apps, and now we're going to be talking about things to help you around the house, which I'm in the process of doing. Two of my kids moved out in the winter. We just finished sheetrocking and painting. Now we're waiting for some doors, some new bedroom doors to be put in, and then some carpeting. And then I'm going to have a craft room at last. (laughs) So I'm excited about that. I'm excited about that. And one of the things I'm going to, one of the websites I'm going to be going to to look up uh, ideas on how to decorate said craft room is Pinterest, which is just Pinterest.com. Oh my God. 
Are, are you, Suze, are you are, on Pinterest? You know, this is really funny. You know, all my friends, I, I signed up for it when it first came out. The first thing I did when I saw Pinterest, I signed up for it and I looked through it and everything and had an account. I said, well, that's pretty neat. The problem is, is like with many of these um, apps that are slightly addictive, it becomes a total time suck. Mm-hmm. And I know my, some of my friends are really addicted to Pinterest. And I, and I would, but I'm just, I'd, I know it. If I'm if I'm on Pinterest, then I'm not working in my studio or I'm not doing photography. You know, I I can't. I'm finding. I, I guess I'm to the point now. I'm really at a crossroads. That with all of the social networking things that we are interested in, whether it's Twitter or Facebook or Pinterest or um, Instagram, is that it just it takes so much of my time that I'm finding that I'm just backing off a little bit. I'm just on this on this hiatus. But I do get Pinterest links that my friends send me if they think I'm particularly interested in some. So uh, you're you're right. It's definitely a time suck. It is. I, I you know, I just um I think it's great that people can have literally boards and put the things that inspire them or they're interested in. I think it's really great. The only thing that kind of bothers me about this, now I'm going to put a little thorn in everybody's side here, is that some of the images that sometimes people appropriate are copyright protected. And when that goes around, I know on some of the artist forums I've been on, people were a little upset that they've actually had images swiped off their website like a Flash site. Because, you know, some people feel that with Flash, it just adds a little layer of protection. It's not that you can't extrapolate the image, but it gives them, a, you know, it makes it a little harder to do for, for the layperson. But uh, people are taking their images and they're a little concerned about it. And, uh, you know, I, I think that's interesting as well as far as, you know, what's going to happen with Pinterest. You know, are they going to address this eventually or not? So, hmm. Well, some people have compared it to Evernote, but... You, it, it's two different things. Evernote is good for, say, you're you're going out and you're buying new furniture. You can put these notes in your Evernote account, which you can access anywhere, but it's private. It's just between you and whomever you share the notebook with, if you choose to share the notebook. Pinterest is open to the public. Yes. Anything you put on there, other people can see, even if they're not friends with you, is my understanding. If you do a search for, you know, living room furniture, you can see a list of different pins that people have posted on their own particular boards about living room furniture. And but that's what's that's what's the nice thing is about it is if you're looking for, you know, something in particular, you can do a search for that particular item. I know a lot of brides use it. And they'll have a board for say wedding dresses and another board for flowers, another board for honeymoon locations, etc, cetera, etc. Cetera. And then what you do is you do a search for wedding dresses, let's say, and then you can um you know, you do your search for wedding dresses and you find something you really, really like, you pin it to your board. And then people who are friends with you might say, oh, I really, really like that. They can take that pin and put it onto their board also. Right. So there's no privacy, but you're not doing anything that involves that you need, that you would need privacy for. You can comment on someone's board like, wow, I really, really like that dress or what a great idea. Thanks for sharing, something like that. But if you want it for something like personal notes, you would use Evernote instead. You would take that, send it to your Evernote account, and then you could put whatever notes you'd like. 
And I know a lot of my artist friends have been really inspired. You know, I, th I think people do some very interesting boards, you know, from when I have gone um, on Pinterest. You know, there's some artists that will uh, have boards about texture, you know, and just photographs or um, f photographs or images from other sites that, you know, display texture. Or an artist might do everything with red, you know, all these red items. And those, I think, are very inspiring to, you know, creative people, whether you're a graphic designer or a web designer or, you know, a painter or a photographer or whatever. I do like that part of Pinterest. It's just I have been a little hesitant, a little reluctant to go full bore because I know my personality and I know that I would be doing nothing but um, be, go on Pinterest and then it would be one o'clock in the afternoon and be like, oh my goodness, I haven't done anything today mm -hmm. beyond, because that's my personality. So I think if you're not, um, I think if, if you're not an addictive personality type, Pinterest is really good for you. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a great way. It's a great way to get some ideas. Well, I, there's another type of addicting app that I found for DIY, and it's called House H-O-U-Z-Z-Double-Z, Interior Design Ideas. And the description called it the Wikipedia of Interior and Exterior Design by CNN. It's an iPhone and iPad app. It's free. And what I love about this, this is, if you think of Pinterest, in some ways, but you think of um, designing your house, you know, getting ideas for a room or, um, you know, maybe an, uh, like you were talking about a craft room. This would be perfect for you, Elisa, because they basically, you can swipe through with the gestures through different areas, um, uh, through the different screens of images. And if you like a particular image, you can add it to your idea book. So you have an idea book. You can basically, um, you can have these virtual um, idea books. And if you sign in with an email or you, if you get a house account or you sign in with Facebook, then you can interact with other people that are using this app and look at the discussions and comments they've made. You can also uh, share a page with, via email. Um, you can open in Safari or Facebook or Twitter. And then they have the professional that designed that particular image that you're looking at the room. And so that's really nice because they give you different projects that those people have done. So it has discussions that you can um, log into on the uh, app itself. It says Ask the Community. Um, it When you uh, look under the tab that says Idea Books, it basically gives you a Right now, there is 7,937 um, idea books that you can look at. Plants. Uh, this one is called Drench Your Home with Raindrop Designs, and they have some really cool designs with that, whether it's shower curtains or birdhouses or uh, wall images. So it's a really neat app. It also has um, professionals. So if you're looking to do to have an interior designer or some type of designer come into your house and, and maybe help you plan a room that you really like or some of the elements of a room that you like they actually have some professional um, and they are rated you know so it gives you the, the reviews on them uh, around your area so I don't think it's uh, I, I know a lot are in California but you can search for architects you can search for 
designers, you can search for landscapers. So for a free app, I just think it's a really great inspirational type of app. So I like it. I find that um, I really like to look through it. It also has products. They, over have, they have over half a million um, products and they list them by style. So, you know, if you like contemporary or Mediterranean or Asian, um, the latest activity, which is the all-time popular uh, products uh, recently featured, and then the products themselves are listed uh, categorically. So you can look for bedroom products, fabric, floors, furniture, hardware, you name it, lighting. And so that's really nice. So I think it, it goes maybe one step more as far as Pinterest does, um, Elisa. So you can actually, you know, purchase, know where to purchase these things. So that's kind of nice. It's been like downloaded. This, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is another time suck. But, you know, this one to me is a, um, this is a good time suck if you're, if you're remodeling or you need some ideas. You know, spring's a great time to get out in the garden. It's time to freshen up your house. It's, you know, that's what people use spring and fall for. You know, summer, at least here in Texas, is extremely hot. And I'm not going outside this summer. But, you know, I can get ideas, you know, to maybe do some things this fall. So mm-hmm. I think it's a great app, guys. So I, th- I think people might like this. Well, one that I've been using that I thought is really cool, it's called Photo Measures. Mm-hmm. It's a universal app, and it's four ninety nine in the iOS store. What you do with this one is you take a picture of a room. Say you built an addition, a family room, and you want to put furniture in. What you do is you take a picture of the room. And then you have to take an actual tape measure, but you would measure between, say, your window and the corner of the wall. And then within the app, you draw arrows and you would type in, it's 42 inches, let's say, between the window and the door. And then you would, you could, and so what you do is you could put all your measurements around the room, between the doors, between the windows and the wall, the, the, the height between the top of the window and the ceiling and the bottom of the window and the floor. And you can zoom right in so you can really get it exact. If you're remodeling your kitchen, you can put in the your cabinets. You can do diagonals and straight lines, and it 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 it's really it's really really cool because it makes it so much easier when you go to the store to buy something. You don't have to go. I think that couch will fit in that space. Yes, yes, and I've done that before. Yeah, I mean, I used it when my kids moved out. I took the measurements of their bedrooms. And exactly where the doors were, where the windows were, where the closets were. So we'd know, okay, your bed will fit here, your dress will fit here. Yes, you have room for a desk. So it's it's really a cool app. It's, it's easy to use. Um, you can organize it by, by rooms. They have um, different folders that you can organize it into. You can export it. You can email it. You can send it as a PDF. You can sync it to Dropbox. You can print them if you need to. So... It's really helpful when you're when you're going out and you're buying furniture, modeling your kitchen, or if you just need to know how big something is. I mean, I did it for something as simple as um, I wanted to get a – I haven't done it, but I wanted to buy like a corner bookcase. Mm-hmm. So I took a measurement of – it's a small it's a small little corner. So I just measured how wide the, the walls were. So when I went to, you know, just somewhere like Target, just something really inexpensive to be able to go, nope, you know, the space is – 14 inches and this cabinet is 16 inches. So you don't have to go through the hassle of, okay, I think it's going to fit. You bring it home. Ugh. Now I got to bring it back. 
No, that's true. And, you know, I'm a stickler for measuring everything, but sometimes, you know, it's the one measurement, like it's the width or it's sometimes it's a measurement you absolutely, it slipped your mind to get, mm-hmm. you know? So, no, I think that's great. I always think calculation apps are, are really good because <clears throat> math is not my strong subject. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, this is, this is good because you can measure anything, you know, the whole room, just a section of the room, uh, you know, if you're doing curtains, I always forget, you know, is it 32 inches wide or is it 34? Was yeah. it inside the window or was it outside the window? So now instead of just having to worry about that, I can just take a picture of the of the window, make the actual arrows, write down, you know, what it is, 34 from edge of frame to edge of frame. Now I know what size um, rod to buy. I think that's a great idea. Plus, it's also helpful if you're buying, um, say you are buying a couch, you've got a picture of the room, so now you know exactly what color the walls are and what color the, the uh, carpet is. You know, will this, sample, will, will this sample work with the colors I already have? That's a great app. Yeah, That's good. so I really like it. One. Well, my next app, um, we're talking about, uh, you know, DIY. This one is called um, Handyman DIY. It's by Wowzer Software. It's a it's a dollar ninety nine in the App Store. And what's interesting about this app, it allows you it, it acts like a project manager. So you, it basically helps you organize your projects, and you can put room measurements. So say for instance you have a you know your living room that you want to remodel or. No, for the sake of this podcast, we're going to do Elise's creative room, her craft Mm -hmm. room. So you can put craft room. Then you can basically put the room measurements and all the the statistics in there. So you can do the total wall length, the square footage of the wall, the room in cubic feet, the room square feet, how many switches and outlets that it has, the number of windows, the number of door openings which I think that's really great. And then you can go into materials. So it has a whole list of like materials that you can use in, for, for that. And it, you can also do an estimated cost of what it's going to cost you between the paint and the materials, uh, you know, the flooring, everything. You, and you can edit it. You can make notes. And it gives you a to-do list. So it really keeps you on track. And I, I think that's a really nice app. It's gotten pretty good reviews in the App Store. Mm. Um, so say for instance, you want to have a ceiling fan in there, Lisa. So basically you could put a ceiling fan, um, uh, you could put, you know, if you wanted crown molding or curtains or whatever you want in there, you add that. And then it gives you the task list. Then you, it tells you, you know, to hang, you know, to, to install the floor ceiling or to, you know, put up the crown molding. And you can, so you, when you get those completed, you actually can, um, uh, take them off. And it also has some how-to videos on there as well. So I, I think for, you know, $1.99, $2, for people that are new to DIY and, you know, it's sometimes a little um, overwhelming for them to do things themselves, this might be a really nice app to keep them organized, to keep them on task, to keep on budget, you know, if they have a certain budget. And to also have some how-to information, like, you know, on how to lay tile or hang curtains or install, um, you know, molding. I think that's, that's a really nice uh, app. So hmm. that is Handyman DIY, and it's for the iPhone, the iPod Touch, and the iPad. Well, as I mentioned, 
we painted the two bedrooms. And if you want to figure out what paint would look nice in your room, because sometimes, I mean, one time we painted our bedroom a number of years ago, and we looked at the paint chip, and we thought, this is a nice pale yellow. And thankfully, my husband did the bathroom first, because this ended up being like a fluorescent, glow-in-the-dark, burn-your-eyeballs yellow. We could, I mean, could not believe how bright it was. And it was the, it was at the very bottom of the paint chip. You know, there's like the five paint chips and it was at the very bottom, the lightest one. So we kept it for the bathroom and then just brought the other paint back from the bedroom and got something even lighter. It took a really long time to be able to walk in the bathroom and not have to wear sunglasses. Now it's like, it's nothing. We don't even notice it anymore. Uh, But it was just unbelievably bright. So this app, might solve that problem. It's called Paint Tester by Luminant Software. It's a free app. They do have a pro version. And I believe from what I can see, the only difference is it gets rid of the ads. But I've got the free version and it works for the iPhone and the iPad. And what you do is you take a picture of your room. And then you go onto the app and there's a little um, square in the lower right hand side that says paint. You click on that, and then you find a color that you like within the the color picker. And at the top, it'll say it's so much red, so much green, and so much blue. And then you click on the paint bucket, and it changes the color of the room to that color that you just chose. Oh, that's great. Boom. It's just, I'm like, wow, this is so cool. Now, you can also get it from a photo. If there's a p- color that you like from a photo, you can choose that photo and pick the color out of that photo to make mm-hmm. that your room. You can just paint certain portions of the room if you don't want the entire room. It also has, I just thought this was so funny, it even has the painter's tape. So you can put painter's tape around the windows, <laughs> around around places that you don't want painted, but I just thought this was the coolest thing. And then if you find something that you really like, you can bring it to the paint store and you can just say, I want this color. And it's got the percentages of the red, green, and blue, so they know how to mix it. That, so I, I thought that was really idea. cool. And it's it's free. Well, you know, on, along that same line, Elisa, um, I noticed that a lot of the major paint companies have that same type of format of an app. Like Benjamin Moore has um, Color Capture. And well, this will be in the show notes for people, but Benjamin Moore has the same type of thing. So all of the Benjamin Moore paints, um, you know, it, it's it's kind of the same thing that you can you know capture that. Uh, Valspar has their um, color. Uh, I can't remember the name of theirs. I think there's this. I know Color Clicks is by Olympic Olympic Paint. Color Snap is by Sherman Williams, and um, Color Smart is by Bear Mobile. And, you know, we have Home Depot here, and it's close by, so we tend to use the bare color. So that was really handy this weekend. And it's Project Paint by Valspar. So those are the different paint companies as well. So if you have, you know, a certain paint company that you love to use, if you love Sherwin-Williams paint or Bear or, you know, Valspar, these are um, some apps, and most of them are all free that you can download onto your iDevice and do what Elisa was saying is, you know, you can match up your paint that you want by taking a photo of your room and, and seeing what it'll look like, which is helpful because, you know, we just went through that um, Saturday. Our porch was painted this color, and we have, like, these shakes. It's kind of like a craftsman home that we, hear, that we live in here. 
And the paint colors they had in the garage said for, it was the paint for the shakes and the porch, because we have two posts. And I said, geez, that does not look like the same color. So I mixed it up and I looked and it was the same color as the posts, but not the shakes. So I did that with that app. I basically took a photo of the shakes, brought it into Home Depot, and we matched it up. So it was terracotta instead of cappuccino, and it was perfect. It matched perfectly. So these apps are really helpful, you know, for people that... Because sometimes there's just a, a faint nuance between colors, you know. There might be just a little bit of red or a little bit of yellow mm-hmm. added, and it, it's a totally different tone and shade and hue. So, And those little paint chips, it's, it's, you can't really tell. No. As, as I mentioned. I mean, and there's another time we did a living room, we did it in a rose color. We just wanted something just very, very, very subtle. A, a, enough that you could see it, but not so much that it was like, wow, this, this room is rose. And it looked white. It was just, it was at the other extreme from the bathroom. It was too light. Yeah. And even, but it, on the paint chip, it looked perfect. But once it got mixed up and on the walls, like, uh, this looks like white. It all, it all depended on the light. If the light was, if you looked at the, in the right light, which this is a pretty dark room, um, it would look rose, but in other lights, it looked white. So this is a great way, you know, using, you know, like, like, like Suze said, using either the, the manufacturer's app or something like Paint Tester to give you a better idea of what will my room look like if I go from blue to green, if I go from green, if, what if I want to make this a red, you know, for some people, you know, and plus you can do different, different colors on different walls. Absolutely. And, you know, it's a great way because you're not investing. Paint's expensive. And mm-hmm. many, time, many times, like Home Depot, they won't, it's non-returnable. So you can go back and they will try to correct the paint. But if it's a totally different color, you can forget it. You've just swallowed $23. Right. Know? Oh, so, yeah. Oh, we paid a lot more than that. <laughs> you know, so I, it, this is a great way to experiment before you commit to a color. Because, you know, that's the thing, Elisa, like you were saying, is, you know, sometimes you just... Even though you think a color might look really nice in a room, you know, between your furniture, it, it, visualizing it in your mind and actually seeing what it's going to look like on your iPad or your iPhone are two totally different things. And at least most of these chips that they have, for like for Paint Tester Pro or Paint Tester and the manufacturers, they're, very, they're accurate. So like Elisa said, you can just go in and say, this is the color I want, and they'll mix mm-hmm. it perfectly. Yeah. I think painting is the cheapest way. Of course, I love HDTV. I, I absolutely love, um, you know, sometimes when they remodel these homes. And it's just amazing how much a can of paint um, can totally just make a room so classy. And, you know, that's all they need to do with it is just kind of rearrange things. Um, and sometimes it's just the color of the room. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, paint's a cheap fix. It's my turn. Oh my it's gosh, your it turn. is my turn. Oh. It's your turn. WikiHow. Now, I'm sure everyone um, that's listening to this podcast has heard of Wikipedia. Um, and that's kind of like a encyclopedic uh, knowledge base, you know. You have to be careful even with your facts on Wikipedia. But this is Wikipedia How To and DIY Survival Kit. It's a free app. It's, it's really neat because um, it's a lot of videos on there and I think that if you are a a visual learner like I am sometimes if you, you just seeing stuff once you've got it but they have some really funny stuff on it as well they have like how to controlled 
how to control a, a spoot camel, I'm thinking really, or escape a minefield. I hope I never have to do that. <laughs> but they have better things like home emergencies. They have some things about plumbing, you know, how to deal with plumbing uh, situations, home repair situations, first aid, how to do CPR. So there's just a bunch of stuff in there. But, you know, it's really nice to have in your resource base because if you need something to look up really fast, then this is a great app to do it. And, you know, most of them, either if they give you, if they don't do a, a video, then they'll, um, you know, give you the, the text version of how to do something. So my, I, I'm looking right now on iTunes, and it's really funny because they have how to open a champagne bottle with a sword. I'm thinking, <laughs> really? <laughs> it's one thing I want to, but, you know, it's a free app. And, you know, they also have, there. there's WikiHow. But there's also an iFixit. So iFixit is a repair manual, and that's a free universal app. That has it, It's not uh, comprehensive, but they do have quite a bit of um, home repair videos in that. So between, I think, WikiHow and having the iFixit repair manual, you'll be in good hands if you have a, a crisis. Like if you're, you know, your sink plumbing just comes apart, well... There's a video on on how to repair that before you recall before you you know call a repairman. Sometimes you can do these things yourself. Unless you're married to my husband, then we just call the repairman, <laughs> <laughs> and he's the first to admit it. So that's no, don't get today. Oh my God, you're busting on him. No, he's the first to admit it. Oh, that's funny. Just like I'm the first to admit I don't cook, he's the first to admit that he's just not handy around the house. I mean, he can paint, he can wallpaper. That's it. <laughs> My husband likes to take everything apart. That's probably why he became an engineer. He likes to he takes everything apart and puts it back together. So he's pretty handy, I have to say. He'll if if he can't figure it out, then he'll research and, and try to. I, I can't remember the last time we called a repairman. That's so, fantastic, and it's yeah. so expensive. I know it is. You're definitely paying for a skill set. That's for sure. Well, we had an electrician in. I think in February, I had to call an electrician for something. And he came over, he fixed, he fixed the problem. It took him about 10 minutes. And he goes, well, anything else you need done around the house? Because I charge $100 an hour. And you're $100 an hour. And he says, you're going to be charged $100 whether I leave now or stay for the full hour. So do you have any other electrical issues that you need me to take care of? And I couldn't, of course, naturally, I couldn't think of anything. But I, did find, I did find one thing. So he took care of that. And then... Of course, after he left, I found something. I'm like, ugh, because that's something we absolutely cannot do ourselves. You really need to have an electrician. It probably would have taken him 10 minutes, but oh, well. Man, 100 bucks an hour. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it, it's true. You may as well find something there for them to fix. Anything. Yeah. If I had realized that, I would have been like running around the house looking at all the outlets <laughs> and <laughs> turned the lights all on and off, make sure to see. But oh, well. Along Along those lines, there's an app I found recently that I thought was pretty cool called Home Savvy. And it's a free app. And what it does is you, when, as soon as you open it, it's going to ask you questions about your home. Do you have a basement? Do you have a garage? Do you have a pool? What kind of heating and cooling system do you have? Where do you live? It asks for your zip code. Uh, it asks for your specific neighborhood if you want to get that detailed. And then what it does, based on all that information is that it comes up with a maintenance schedule according to the weather where you live. So 
Um, it's going to, so for me, it's going to have me planting a garden later than you, Suze, because you're in the warmer climate than I am. Mm -hmm. I certainly am. So like, for example, under alerts, it has for me, um, April 15th, aerate lawn, aerate lawn, April 16th, fertilize the lawn, April 28th, spray the trees and the shrubs. Then for May, it's got me cleaning the windows, cleaning the gutters, doing an exterior cleanup, clean the swimming pool. In June, inspect the roof, wash the windows. And then what you do is when you click on one of them, okay, so right now I've got clean the gutters, and it's got to think what you need to know. So it's got a little article about how to clean the gutters. Okay, then I go back, and it's got alert schedule is twice a year. I can put a reminder on or off to let me know that it's time to do this. I can take notes on it. So once I've cleaned the gutter, I can take a note saying, uh, you know, Gutters look cracked, look into repair, whatever I need to need to find. Or if I say, this is not something I want to do, I can hire a pro. And if I do find a pro, it will bring me to Safari, and then it will ask me some questions, and then it will hook me up with someone who can come out and do this for me. And this is all free. So it's a good way to keep track of what needs to be done around your home. And then when I'm done with this, I can either hit complete or I can delete it. If I want to go directly to finding someone to help me, I can just go to the Pro Finder. And it will it will ask you to select a task that you want done, and then it will help me find someone to do it. Or I can go to their directory and it will show me. Uh, for example, let's see, if I need someone to put an addition on my house, it has a bunch of different one, two, three, four, five, six. This shows me seven different contractors. One has um, four to five stars with 27 verified reviews. So I can click on that. It's got the phone number of this company, who they are, and some reviews. And some of them are as recent as April 6th. So these aren't reviews from, you know, 2009. Mm -hmm. These are recent reviews. So this I thought was a pretty handy way of keeping track of what needs to be done around the house and keep you on the schedule so you know what needs to be done and when. You know, do I need to wash my windows once a month or is twice a year okay? You know, when should I do uh, clean the gutters? Things like that. So I thought that was an interesting app. It is an interesting app. I can tell you when you're up painting your window... On a, on a warm weekend in Dallas, that's the time to clean the gutters. That's what I did this weekend. It was gross. Yeah. Oh, this is definitely a guy's job. Yeah, my, hus- I- my husband does that. I hold the ladder. <laughs> or I hold the, I hold the bag, the leaf bag, because he just, you know, picks everything up and just throws it down. And I'm like holding the bag. You know, don't hit me. Well, you know, it's funny because my neighbors came over and they said, they, they kind of made a reference, like, you know, Suzanne you know, you're doing all this stuff. And I, I thought, you know, I thought back and I, you know, who inspired me because she's very independent, very strong and did a lot of her own work when she lived in Connecticut, um, was Martha Stewart. And I know she's maligned in some circles, but you know, as far as an inspiration, just her gardening, um, and the fact that, you know, she really liked to work outside and to make everything really beautiful and did a lot of the work herself. You know, of course, she does have, you know, people. But for the most part, I, I just think it's very interesting. And she's definitely inspired me because, you know, before, I think earlier in my marriage, it'd be like, oh, no, you could do that. But now I really like getting that stuff done. I like being up on a ladder. I like, you know, doing the cleanup and the yard work and really beautifying, you know, 
the space, you know, in, in our house. So I think more and more women, especially with gardening too, they're getting outside and some of the gardens around here that, you know, people are putting in, couples are putting in are just absolutely gorgeous. And it's, I think it's a really nice, um, couple activity. Sorry, but I do, you know, when you're out and you're, you know, working hard in the yard, I want our listeners to know that we had dead grass and I, I had to shovel it up yesterday and that was the most backbreaking work and I feel every year my age today. Mm-hmm. I I am I took Advil before bedtime last night and I've had a little pest to deal with and it's called fire ants. They are brutal. Have you ever heard of fire ants? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't remember having those in Maine, but I don't even remember having those in Arizona, but oh my gosh, my arms are bitten alive today by <gasps> fire ants. Oh no. The nasty little devils. I thought you know, I thought mosquitoes were bad. These are nothing compared yeah, to mosquitoes. That's, that's what I've heard. I mean, we're, we're dealing, you, but they're outside your house. Yes. Yeah, we're yes. dealing with, it's spring. So we're dealing with ants inside the house. We get these little tiny black ants. So my husband's off Wednesday and I already told him, your job is to see if we have any more of the ant spray. Because I bought the, um, we, we hired an exterminator. For, we used to have an exterminator for a couple of years. And every year the price kept going up. And I just said, you know something? I'm going to try some Raid next year. So the following year, I just went out and bought like $20 worth of Raid. We sprayed no ants. It's like, okay, instead of spending $150 this exterminator, we're just going to buy Raid. Yeah. So what we've been buying, though, is, um, oh, what do you call those? Like those spray canisters right? that the exterminators hold, or they hold the canister in one hand, and they've got the hose in the other. And it's only about, I want to say it was about $30 maybe at Lowe's. Mm-hmm. And my husband goes around, he sprays the, the perimeter of the house, and we're good for the season. But because it's been so snowy this year and so wet, the ants, the ants are all having a little party in my kitchen. Yeah, I think with the east, at least in Maine, carpenter ants were the big you know, ones to worry about because they, they can do a lot of damage. Now, in, in Arizona, because it was such a dry, hot climate, termites, they actually, we had a, a new house built, and they actually put a termite protection. It's almost like, it looks like landscape paper almost, but that's what they do. It's supposed to be effective for five years, I think it is, and then you have to retreat your house. But, you know, for us, I, I get really nervous with the chemicals. I can't, I can no longer go down um, an aisle at a hardware store that they have all the pesticides because I my throat literally closes up. I've become very sensitive, so we try to use more organic things now. Um, you know, it's, you know, or, or try to. So I tried to be really careful about you know what we put on. Like I use like vinegar a lot. I had some bugs on my roses here when we moved to Texas, and I vinegar to me is just a cure all. It's really great. So I took diluted vinegar and I just sprayed my roses and it actually worked fairly well. And I also got some organic products, you know, for pests and they, they, so knock on wood so far, they're working well. It's just the squirrels. I put cayenne pepper on everything to keep them out of, um, you know, our, our bird food and it's just not working because they go for the water. We have a little water thing, so they'll go eat and then they'll go drink. I'm thinking, okay, forget the cayenne pepper. But I did find out one thing we've had. I guess we had rabbits in our yard, and they ate all my little sunflowers that I just planted. Aww. All of my sunflowers have been decapitated, and I just was devastated. So I Aww. went to the, the nursery, and I said, you know, why are the squirrels eating my 
my sunflowers, they said, no, they usually take them after they've gone to seed when they get large. You probably have rabbits because rabbits tend to do that. And they said, rabbits hate the blood meal. So if you put blood meal around your garden and your plants, they won't touch it. We did that. They haven't touched it. So that's the tip of the day, everyone. If you're having, you know, your you're going out and seeing your flowers decapitated. It might be little bunny rabbits, so put blood meal around them. It's good for the plants because it gives them nitrogen, but yet I guess um, rabbits hate the smell of the blood meal, so it works. So, but my last, my very last um, app that I wanted to talk about, uh, we were talking about DIY and home improvement. It's there's there's a lot of um, 3D type of home apps. So, and what I mean by that is that. The App Store has quite a few of them where you can design a room in 3D. So you can basically put your furniture in and, you know, the accessories and kind of walk through it, how it would look if you if you changed your room or redesigned it. Some of them, though, get it really expensive. So really test out some of these apps to look for the in-app purchases because if the app costs you 5 or $6 and then to add more effects, it's going to cost you a dollar every time, and they have like 20 effects, that, that's going to be a very expensive 3D app for you. But the one that I think is is good, it's not, it's certainly probably not the best app in the App Store, but it's it's a good one to, to start out with. It's called um, Home 3D. It's by Black Mana Studios. It does not have in-app purchases. It's $3.99 in the App Store. And it is a universal app. It's well, it's compatible with an iPhone, the iPod Touch, and the iPad. But what this allows you to do is to design your house. So you can design your layout, and then you can start adding, you know, your couches, your furniture, where you're going to put your stove, your refrigerator, and it really gives you, um, you know, a nice idea of how that space is going to transform for you. So you can basically you can. Uh, have wallpapers, you can change your colors of the room so you can get an idea of what it's going to look like. Uh, the app includes furniture and the materials you need, like I said, so you don't have the in-app purchase. Then you can do a walkthrough mode. So that they have a dollhouse mode and a walkthrough mode, so you can really take a look at your space and see how it's going to be, you know, walking through it. So then again, you can change it. Um, you can change or remove, you know, doors or windows. So you can really get the space to look how you want it. And they also have some streaming video tutorials as well. So I just think for a $4 app, and if you really want, or you're talking about maybe remodeling, uh, doing a home remodel, this will give you a great idea because they have also almost like a blueprint mode. So you can put in you know the size of your room so say for instance you have a 20 by 20 living room you can put that down and the app will create a 20 by 20 living room and then you can put where your doors and windows are so you really get a nice idea of how that space is going to transform so I, I think it's a great app um, you know for people that are potentially going to do some remodeling of their home you know to hire an architect is pretty expensive but mm. this way you can kind of design it the way you want it um, and then, you know, talk to, you know, the professionals. So, yeah, that is, that is cool. Yeah, it is. A, it's a cool app. So home 3d, but if you're, if you don't like the review, this one got about three reviews. Um, but if you want to look at some other 3d apps, just be wary of all of the in-app purchases because that can make it a very, very expensive app. Yeah. The last thing that I wanted to mention is 
Besides these apps, there's plenty of websites out there that can help you. If you have a local hardware store, like we have Lowe's and Home Depot here, there's other hardware, you know, do-it-yourself stores, hardware stores, in you know that that are in your location. But if you go to there, not only can you find the different products, but they have ideas that you could look at. Uh, the Lowe's page I'm looking at right now has how to make a herringbone headboard, different ways to use a side table, uh, boosting storage in a bathroom, making a uh, a round headboard, gardening. It says how to replace a toilet, how to clear clog a drink, uh, clear a clogged drain. Excuse me, installing a pedestal stink sink. Oh, I can't talk today. <laughs> um, you know, to, so just different things for the bathroom, how to, how to buy, you know, a guide to buying a bathroom faucet, things like that. So check out uh, your local hardware store's website, because like I said, not only do they have the products, but they also have ideas and how-tos to, to help you out. You don't necessarily have to buy the products from them, which of course they want you to, but it's another way to get an idea for uh, making over your home. And, you know, you save so much money by doing it yourself, too. And I mean, I mean, I know there's, you know, there's certain things that you can't, you have to call in a professional. But, you know, painting and doing minor repair, um, you know, for those of you that don't think you're handy, those are all things anyone can do. You know, all that takes is time. You know, time and a little effort to figure out what colors, you know, you want to, to make your room. Mm-hmm. So and sometimes just, you know, moving furniture can really uh, open up a room and right. you know, bring a new, new life into it. Yeah. yeah, a new throw pillow on the couch or, um, you know, and even we, a candle on the table. And, you know, we didn't even talk about sewing apps. And that is another uh, big thing is, you know, there's a, there's a bunch of sewing apps um, that I didn't even mention. Maybe that's for another program about, you know, people that want to, you know, make their own curtains because curtains are extremely expensive. So, you know, doing your own curtains, getting, you know, you can go to fabric warehouses and sometimes get amazing fabric for, you know, $2 a yard. So, you know, making things, you know, around the house, either tablecloths. I've always made my own tablecloths and napkins all the time. So, yeah, I was going to mention that when you said um, doing things around the house is I've made all the curtains in the house I've made, except for the dining room. That I'm looking at right now. The dining room was I bought. Everything else I've made. Now, they're nothing fancy. Most of them are valances. Uh, nothing, no big deal. But the nice thing is about making it yourself, even if it is just a simple valance, you can go to the fabric store and pick out the fabric that you like. Exactly. You're not stuck with going to the store and just saying, oh, mm-hmm. you know, I don't like this color or I don't like the fabric it's made out of or, oh, these are gorgeous, but I'm not paying that much money for curtains. I mean, in my, in my bathroom, I bought... I think I went to Walmart and I bought linen and I want to say I probably spent 10 or $15. And out of that, I made a valance. The window is small, I would admit, but I made a valance for the bathroom window and the shower curtain. Oh, see, that's great. You know, and shower, it, it, shower curtains are $20. Do you know that? Over $20? Oh, yeah. I mean, for... it cost me next to nothing. And all I do is every couple of months, I just replace the liner, which I also buy at Walmart because it's the cheapest. It's like four bucks. For just a plain plastic white liner. Yeah. So, you know, every couple months, just take that one down, put up a new one, done. Well, you know, the thing is with sewing, it's when I was teaching um, sewing years and years ago, I'm fine. I was finding that I was having more men in my class, just about as many men as women. I At one class, it was 50-50. And I think that more men are losing that... Um, 
you know, that kind of stigma, like, oh, sewing is a, is a woman's thing. And they were making curtains. They were, they, they were, some of them were bachelors. Uh, some of them just wanted to learn how to do, do things. You know, it was another type of skill. And it's great because sewing is a very easy thing to do, you know, and basically curtains and pillows and all of that is just sewing a straight line. There's Mm -hmm. nothing fancy about it, you Mm -hmm. know. And yet, you know, you go and you buy a decent pillow and, you know, even Walmart or Target, you're going to pay $20, $40 for just a throw pillow. Mm -hmm. And it's so easy to make by yourself. You figure, you know, if you go to to Joint Fabrics or Michaels or Hobby Lobby, you get a 40% off coupon on a pillow form. And all you have to do is cover that pillow form, and you've got a pillow, and it's cost you probably less than $10. Right. So, you know, DIY is the way to go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and with that, we're going to wrap up Episode 25 of Three Geeky Ladies. And like I said earlier at the top of the show, if you have any apps that you think are fabulous for DIY, let us know by all the ways that I mentioned at the top of the podcast. Facebook, email, Twitter. We'd love to hear what you think. So... For Suze, I want to say thank you very much for listening, and we will see you next time. Bye, everyone. Soft kitty, warm kitty, little ball of fur. Whoa, 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 whoa. Hold up what, here, Mark. What, what's going on, Kevin? You're singing the song Soft Kitty. That That's only for when somebody's sick and not feeling well. Oh, but I thought it'd be a great intro into the show. I mean, after all, people listening to us, they've got to be a little bit sick, don't they? That's true. We can't deny that. Especially if they want to hug a geek every week. I know. A little bit confusing. A little bit painful. I feel sorry for them. <laughs> but you know what? If you haven't listened to Geekiest Show Ever, simply go across to iTunes and type in Geekiest Show Ever, and you can listen to Kevin and me every single week. We're sick, we're twisted, but we have fun doing it. <laughs>